going on. Thank you so much. Been like a million dollars. Shout out TMZ, are you up? Let me check out that rig. TMZ stands for the Mayweather Zone. How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. I love my TMZ family. My <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, let's be honest. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they are dominating the Super Bowl coverage. But the guy who caught the game-winning touchdown, McCole Hardman, has an absolutely awesome story. And Mojo, we actually had a conversation with the Super Bowl hero a little bit earlier today. Now, if you're not aware of what McCall had been through this year, he started the season on the New York Jets. Yes, the New York Jets, who of course went through a whole bunch when Aaron Rodgers went down with the injury, Mojo. Season didn't go well, literally caught one pass for six yards this season with the Jets was hardly playing. Well, they let him go. Mojo, he ends up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs who originally drafted him back in 2019. He had already won two Super Bowls with Kansas City. And well, now he's got three. Thanks to that three-yard catch in overtime from Patrick Mahomes. Again, we had a conversation with McCall Hardman a little bit earlier today. We asked him, what have the last 36 hours been like? Here's the Super Bowl hero. I don't know. I kind of don't remember it in a sense. I kind of like blacked out for real. Um, like I knew I caught the ball, man, and we won the game. But after that, it was just like kind of like blank. I guess the the magnitude of the, the game was just, you know, overwhelming. But um, after that, it, it was just nothing but, you know, celebration out there. You've won before. Does this one feel different? Because you won't, you didn't start the year with the team and all you went through. Does this one feel even more special or are they all special? Are they all special? But, you know, I, I don't think it ever get old. So, you know, the, the it's better after each one. Um, I didn't get to play in the last year's one. So because um, of the injury and this year, just to be able to play in it um, and the roller coaster I was on. So a little bit more emotional with this one. But um, just happy, you know, to get another one. You know, Mojo, I should say, because people are probably asking why we're talking to a fast food employee, that is the Super Bowl hero. That is McCall. He's actually partnered with Raising Cane's, and they are doing an entire thing at a local Missouri restaurant today where they're hanging out with a bunch of fans. So, yes, I promise you, that is McCall Hardman. He did catch the game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. We better send y'all some chicken over there to the TMZ. I know. I'm hungry, too. And you know I love Raising Cane's. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> hey, man, look. Saying that all these Super Bowl wins are kind of the same, uh, I could see some merit to that argument. Yeah. Except, you know, when you do something small and mediocre like catch the game-winning <laughs> touchdown for in the second time ever that the Super Bowl's gone to OT, I'd say <laughs> that could probably separate a Super Bowl victory from any other game. <laughs> I mean, you're right. There's so many storylines we didn't even get into. Nobody's really talked obvious reason i mean this is a huge one you know, i'm going from aaron Rodgers to patrick mahomes i yeah. the guy is pretty gifted when it comes to selecting a uh, quarterback <laughs> yeah really <laughs> regardless of if the quarterback is actually throwing him passes if he only had one catch with the uh, jets this year but uh gotta be awesome going back to the team that you started from bringing the thing full circle and then ending the game like that I don't think the gravity of this situation is going to set in anytime soon for him. I think he's still going to have this come to him in waves. I mean, this is the pinnacle 
of sports right here, winning the Super Bowl in that fashion. Nothing could possibly be better than that. So I think he's going to be feeling this one for a while. I, I do, too. And when you do something like this, look, just winning Super Bowls, you're immortalized. You're part of history. But this is a play you're going to see over and over and over again, especially in the second half. It was such a competitive game. And he is now immortalized. So McCall Hardman, I mean, get used to hearing that name. He is a Super Bowl legend from now until the end of time. Now, Mojo, speaking of the game, I think this is something that a lot of people suspected. This was going to be the biggest Super Bowl in the history of the world. We're talking about eyeballs here, people across the country watching this game, and that's exactly what it turned out to be because, Mojo, Super Bowl 58, February 11th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas was watched by a whopping 123.4 million viewers, topping the previous record, Mojo, by over 8 million fans, over 8 million people. That previous record was last year's Super Bowl, and this is why I believe this is fascinating. It's a great way to compare and to really put into words the Taylor Swift effect. Last year's game, it was only a year ago, 365 days. It involved the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. You had a lot of the same stars playing the Philadelphia Eagles, the Eagles, the 49ers, about from the same size metropolitan areas. So I think everything else, Mojo, lines up. The only difference is that Taylor Swift was involved with this Super Bowl. And I again, I think that accounts for at least 8 million viewers. Now, most of the people watched on CBS, a handful of people, a few million streamed it on Paramount Plus. Some other folks watched on Nickelodeon. Kids watched on Nickelodeon. Again, 123.4 million mojo. The NFL says at times this game was consumed by 202 plus million people. It's, it's an unreal rating. Ten of the top shows in American TV history, all Super Bowls, and now we know what number one. Mojo, we asked McCall Hardman while he was doing his side gig about the incredible Super Bowl rating. Here's the champ. Oh, man, it's, it's awesome. I'm glad to, to be part of history. So you can't take away. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what's bigger than the walk-off in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure it out. And if walk off in the Super Bowl, you share a moment with maybe the biggest star in the world, Taylor Swift talks to you on the field after. What what did Taylor have to say to you? Nah, Taylor cool, man. Uh, she was just saying she was proud. Uh, like, congratulations. So just, you know, the, the, the regular decorative stuff. Um, but she's, she's a great person. Um, happy, you know, to, you know, see her again on the field. And, um, and just, you know, her being, you know, saying congratulations. So it was all cool. How cool has the whole journey been that she's been you know side by side with Travis and opening a lot of eyeballs to fans who don't normally watch football uh, I mean I mean she's Taylor Swift so I mean you know she's probably one of the biggest celebrities in the world if not the biggest so you know some somebody of that magnitude definitely would bring you know eyes to wherever you know she's connected to so but I feel like she she did help the NFL out a lot with views and I think revenue as well so uh, I guess she's just being herself Hey, if you're asking me, Babcock, yes, Taylor Swift was able to account for the additional 8 million viewers <laughs> a lot of to break the record. And let me remind you exactly why. This was the game absolutely nobody wanted. Chiefs fans didn't even 
want this game. They wanted to play the Lions. Niners fans did not want to play the Chiefs. Yep. <laughs> this was not the game that anybody wanted. So, yeah, I'd say $8 million easily accounted for by Taylor Swift. Coming up, we went behind the scenes at Grom Beach to catch up with our brother from another mother, Rob Gronkowski. Hear what he thinks about Bill Belichick's future when TMZ Sports comes back. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo, the aforementioned Mojo who just threw himself off of the stage at Gronk Beach. Of course, one of the, one of really the most relaxed and chill Super, no, one of the craziest Super Bowl parties in all of Vegas. Of course, this went down Mojo Saturday at Encore Beach Club at the win. A bananas looking party. The only thing that I am upset about is that I was not there to partake in this. What looked like an awesome time, Mojo. Babcock, the only thing missing from this party was you, my oh, friend. Wow. And you were asked about extensively. <laughs> Rob wanted to know exactly where you were. He said he missed you. This party was nuts. I don't know. I feel like I was concerned about if Rob still has it, if he's too washed up now from being out the game for so long. But brother's body is healed, and he's got it better than ever. Of course, the entire Gronkowski game was there. Camille Kostic was there. Everyone was going buck wild. They were handing out lays at the door. I think I took about 469 of them. Wearing them around my neck, you couldn't even see my face through them all. It got crazy. We had some wrestling moves, some slaps, some chops, and of course, some stage dives, all par for the course. Mojo, you are not a small man. You are a giant person. Were you worried you were going to crush those people? I was, and we have this on video. I was talking to Yuri, and we got it on video. <laughs> DJ Irie said to the crowd that Mojo's going to do a stage dive, so get out of the way if you don't want a piece of it. I even went over there and asked the people first if they thought they could catch me, and they were down. Uh, they did such a good job. I actually ran back up and went for a second one immediately following. Not sure everyone knew that one was coming. It was even funnier the second time around. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you, bad guy. This whole thing. If I ever go back to wrestling, I might have to venture up to the top rope a little more. I mean, you were a high flyer. I, I didn't think yeah. you had it like that, Mojo. Mojo still got it. He was flying through the air. We had our guy, Yuri, was at the party. He was getting all of this great footage. We also had an opportunity to talk to uh, Mr. Gronkowski, to Roberta. We asked him, of course, with... 
Bill Belichick not having a job, wasn't hired, possibly going to come back and coach next year. We'll see. We asked the great Rob Gronkowski about Bill Belichick. Take a listen. You know, I think it's great he's going to take his year off. He needs it. He deserves it. And I think he's going to come back next year with some vengeance. Um, you like the uh, No, I don't think he's fast enough. He's not going to go to the top. And you back as a wide receiver because you're skinny now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm going to play for him. I'm going to watch the receiver. I don't know who, who he's going to coach for, but I'm going to play wide out. But if he you come back, you coming back? I'm going to come back as a wide out because I'm skinny. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love him. Hey, he said it. He said it to us first, right? Coming back as the wide yeah, Of course, Roberto probably having a little fun carrying up yeah. on my <laughs> joke. But hey, taking a year off and coming back with a vengeance, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I don't think this offseason, this coaching decisions have gone at all the way we expected no. it to for Bill Belichick. I think we all thought that situation was going to be less than a 24-hour yeah. turnover. So something... Is probably going on behind the scenes. We can all probably guess what that might be, but hearing it come from Rob, take a year off, come back next year with a fury. I'm sure by then there will be an entire yeah. game plan in place. And if I'm being honest with you, it might be a better move for Bill. Take your time, collect your thoughts, yep. put together a game plan. Don't rush into the next thing because you're going to be highly scrutinized for this. There's already enough people out there questioning how great of a coach you are yep. if you're the go. You know, the seasons that you had after Brady left. So it is imperative that wherever he goes next, he is successful. And rushing into a team that might have been lesser than this year, maybe not the best decision. So uh, very interesting that this is the route we're discussing right now. Mojo, if you were one of the 123.4 million people watching the Super Bowl on television, or one of the 65,000 people in the building at Allegiant Stadium like yourself, Mojo. You saw or you heard about the streaker. It was the third quarter when a man named Alex Gonzalez chose to run on the field, Mojo. He had some pretty expensive seats and knew he was probably going to spend the night in jail. But he didn't care, Mojo. We actually had a chance to catch up with the man himself. I talked to Alex yesterday afternoon and I asked him why the point was to make money as I was going to stream right because you know you could go to a bookie and you could bet if somebody's going to streak and right. it would pay off. you can pay up to a thousand x and I'm like dude this is a no-brainer now I'm going to go to the you know I'm going to go to the Super Bowl I'm already here at Las Vegas I'm just going to pull up make money and leave right. and I ended up going to UFC Apex so I went backstage there you know Dr. Phil was there Danny Duncan Nuck Boys some really big names were there and I was like hyping it up I'm like yo you guys got to get this bed in because I'm going to speak the Super Bowl I'm going to be that guy this year so all these guys were pulling strings to make that bet happen and ended up having that the bet doesn't exist it's non-existent and then I'm like damn I am in too deep at this point where I can't back out anymore. If I back out, I just, it's not the type of person right. that I am. And they didn't believe I was going to do it. I'm FaceTiming them. I'm like, dude, the field is right there. Like, I'm about to send it. And they didn't believe it. And little did they know, 10 minutes later, they saw me running. <laughs> there it is, Mojo. He said, I'm going to do it. Nobody believed him, despite spending $42,000 on two first row tickets. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't cost him 10 times that to get out of jail. I mean, these streakers, bro, they just get off the hook so easily with not even a slap on the hand, and it keeps happening. We talk about this 
all the time and nothing changes. So I'm surprised that this continues going on. I was at the game. I was wondering how I didn't see this until he said that this happened in the third quarter. And I spent all of the third quarter up top <laughs> partying with the wrestlers outside the bar. So that explains <laughs> that side. Of it. But hey, this guy almost threw himself under the bus legally, right? It's almost yeah. like rigging, rigging a bet. And then he almost took down all those people that he mentioned with him. If he was saying that they put him up to it and he told him to bet and they did, this almost became a liability in, in multiple ways here. But uh, love at the end of the day that these can still be fun. No one got hurt. Yes. He didn't go after anybody. Security was all over him. There was like a dozen people laying on him <laughs> almost immediately. So so there's that. But uh, yeah, still crazy to me this continues to happen. Yeah, I think Alex has a big social media presence, so I think this was a a calculation in his book, like, I know I'm going to get in some trouble, I'm going to spend the night in jail, I'm going to have to pay a fine, most likely, and I'm going to not get to see the end of the Super Bowl, but... I think it's worth it ultimately for all the attention that he's going to get it. And you're right. He went down, Mojo. He gave himself up. So I'm not saying people should go and do this or follow what Alex did. But in this situation, nobody got hurt. He respected the security people. And end of the day, it's a pretty fun story. Thank you for oh, coming, baby. I can't baby. believe that. Thank you. I can't believe you. I can't Thank you for the support. You Thank you for that? coming. <laughs> Thank you for making it across the way across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh, my God. The absolute best. Was it electric? It was unbelievable. Mojo, it's time for We Love It. And that was a pretty loving moment on the field in Las Vegas after the Super Bowl. Of course, you know how the NFL mics certain players up during the game, Mojo. And uh, Travis Kelsey, he got a microphone. I wonder why. And uh, after the game, after that thrilling McCall Hardman walk-off touchdown, Travis and Taylor, as she got to the field, of course, she, she went down arm-in-arm arm with Travis's mom, Donna Kelsey, and they shared that uh, incredibly sweet moment there, Mojo. And uh, I, I don't know, you know... It, Seems like she is, she's almost a different person. You know, she ended up posting video from the club where it looked like she had a couple of drinks. She was hanging out with her parents who were also celebrating with Travis, Travis's mom. I mean, it really seems to me, Mojo, like this is a serious relationship at this point. And that was a nice moment on the field. Babcock, we've talked about this the entirety. <laughs> of this relationship we've covered it week in week out every yes. single week i have doubted this relationship yes. i've picked it apart knowing that this would finally culminate after a super bowl victory when they would really lay it all out on the line and show everybody that this is a legitimate relationship and now after seeing the payoff i've never been more convinced that this is a scam, Babcock. <laughs> I'm still not buying it. Even after the big one, I'm not with it. The speech, the promo, the mic being right there in their face, them knowing it was there as they were reciting their previously predetermined and rehearsed lines to one another. Babcock, I'm not buying it. 
still a nice moment. Mojo, you will not be surprised to find out that wasn't the only love that was around the Super Bowl. Now, not a player, but Usher. He did the thing with this halftime show. I think most people have said that was an awesome performance. I know, you know, you sh we showed that picture of Usher and uh, Alicia Keys. Maybe a little too much love there for Swiss Beats uh, <laughs> for his liking. But Mojo, after the game, Usher, and he has had a longtime girlfriend since going back to 2019. They actually have uh, two children together. Her name is Jennifer. She is an A&R exec for a big-time record label. Mojo, after the game, as if he didn't do enough with the epic, epic halftime performance, Usher and Jen actually went and got married at a place called Vegas Weddings. It's one of the more popular wedding chapels in Sin City. Usher's mom was there as a witness. There was a reverend who uh, officiated the ceremony. How about that? You do the halftime show in front of 125 million people, and then you go get married. Not bad for one day. We have got to go. We are out of time. I know we've been talking a lot about football lately, but there is other stuff going on, including a massive fight that's going down February 17th. It's UFC 298 actually happening in SoCal here. The man anchoring that card Alex Volkanowski, one of the most bad men walking the face of the earth. He is still the featherweight champion, taking on Ilya Teporia. Mojo, we are going to talk to Alex the Great tomorrow. Lots of questions about this fight. Ilya's been talking very confidently. I got to ask Alex about that tomorrow, Mojo. We'll have more Super Bowl. We'll have Alex, a bunch of other big stories. It's going to be a great show. Matter of fact, Babcock, I think it'll be the best show since today.